Curiosity is not a sin, Harry, but you should exercise caution. It's a pensive, very useful if, like me, you find your mind a wee bit stretched. It allows me to see once more things I've already seen. What you are looking at are memories. This file contains the most particular memory. I'd like you to see it, if you will. Hello and welcome to Into the Pensieve. I'm Esme Mulberry and I'm joined by Vicky Farmer. Today, since it's our last podcast and there are only seven books, for the eighth one we're going to just talk about kind of the series overall and it's just going to be awards because we've kind of talked about everything in the series already. So our first award is, well, the first two are we, we're going to rate the Defense Against the Dark Arts Teachers First by how they are as a teacher, and next by how we'd like to read about them and how we like their character. So, I think the six, um, out of the six, the worst teacher at, at like, teaching them the least amount probably be Umbridge, actually. Yeah, because she didn't actually teach them. She just had them read books. And she also did it, like, she did basics for beginners in their OWL year. So it was, like, not that good. Yeah. And then I think after that, it's hmm. probably... Um, it's a toughie, actually. Yeah. Let me think. <laughs> probably Quarrel. Yeah. But mainly just because we don't really see him teaching. Yeah, so we don't know how good he is. He could have been their best teacher. Mm-hmm. And then, actually, maybe say Moody, because he doesn't teach them, like, what they're supposed yeah, to be learning. Yeah, he teaches them farther ahead than they know. Yeah, and also, like, it's kind of weird, because if he's working for Voldemort, why would he teach them the unforgivable curses? Like, it's so weird. Like, he even taught Harry how to, like, throw off the Imperious Curse. And it's like, you're helping Harry win against Voldemort. And you're on Voldemort's <laughs> side. Yeah. And then after that... That's actually hard. After that. It might be Snape, just because they didn't really learn much. Because they were all kind of scared of him. Yeah, but I don't see why they were. He was just teaching them in a, the way that he knew how to the best like mm -hmm. in what he thought was the best way to teach them and then i probably maybe say lupin because like he more teaches them creatures and instead of like magic yeah i didn't like that at all because that's charismatical creatures maybe he, he just like he just knows that Hagrid is kind of bad. Yeah. So he's just like, I'll do what you want. And that's why they're like actually really far behind. Mm -hmm. I personally don't like Lupin because he favors Harry so much. Like, he teaches Harry how to fight off the Dementors, even though there are other students who yeah. also need to learn that. Like, not only Harry, because... Yeah, it's just like, just because Harry has a bad reaction to it, so does everyone else. Yeah, just not as bad. That doesn't mean that it's still not bad. Mm-hmm. And then actually Lockhart would end up in first. Because the thing is is that 
he actually teaches them very, very valuable information because even though he didn't do those things, someone did them. Like he says he figured out exactly how they did it. So like someone did that. He's just saying that he did it. It doesn't really matter who does it as long as you know how. The only lesson that we actually like see him actually teaching other than when Harry's just doing talking about all the lessons overall Mm -hmm. was the one where he just made a little mistake and let out a bunch of Cornish pixies and then didn't know what's like back also I guess a practical lesson kind of makes sense like or like you actually like do something you know yeah it just didn't go as planned yeah but he maybe should have seen that one coming. <laughs> yeah. Because they're also in a cage for a while. So they were pretty, like, hyped up. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to get out. So then we would do the next one. The the next what we're doing is um them raiding the defense against the Dark Arts teacher on their character. And it's more like kind of fun to read about but also like not wanting to know them as a person obviously yeah but um and also how far in depth they are like an interesting character yeah because like i'd say in last place is lupin is lupin yeah because like he's just like too easy to find out like he has one secret and it's so it's just a really bad secret Mm mm-hmm because, like, Hermione figures it out pretty fast. Yeah. And it doesn't affect the plot at all. Well, it kind of does. Not really. A little bit at the end, but... Well, I mean, that's... A, it's just a it way to get rid of It makes them not trust Lupin for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. And also kind of gets attacked by him. Mm-hmm. And Lupin's just really boring. So. Yeah. He's, like, too good. Like, you never have suspicions of, or maybe he is evil. Except for, like, the moment you find out he's a werewolf. But after that, you're kind of just Even like, then, I know you he's don't dead. think he's evil. You're just like, oh. Yeah. He's a werewolf. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, because we weren't really set up for thinking that werewolves were really bad. Yeah. And then... I'd probably just say Snape. Because even though he's, like, fun to read about, he's kind of just... Depressing. You know? Yeah. Because he's just always moping about acting like a big bat. And yeah. Yeah. And then I'd probably do Quirrell. Yeah, because, like, he, like, I kind of want to know more about his past, but you don't really know, yeah, more, like, he's know c- much about him. And he's kind of boring, to tell the truth. And yeah. I don't like how... Um, when he's always stuttering, it's so annoying to read. Yeah. Because it's just annoying. You just skip everything he says. Yep. And then just don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Except for at the end, because then yeah, he's not that's stuttering. <laughs> and then I'd say Moody, probably. Yeah. Because he's kind of just, he's fun to read about because everyone's kind of creeped out by him. Not in the way they are with Snape, but just kind of like, whoa, you're weird. <laughs> yeah. But he's fun because he like yeah. kind of breaks 
rules and oh i didn't really like that because then he i like when he turns malfoy into a ferret it's funny you liked that yeah oh i didn't like it it's really funny oh but also like his lessons just seem kind of fun to me even though Mm -hmm. they're not to they wouldn't really be fun to be in yeah i would hate being in one of his lessons (laughs) yeah and then it'd probably be lockhart because he's just so funny yeah (laughs) And he's also really interesting because you were, like, I mean, you expected that he was a fraud, but, like, you didn't expect him to be so good at it. Like, yeah, he's believable. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just thought, oh, he's just making everything up, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, of course, it'd be Umbridge. Yeah. Because she's just so great. She's so fun to read about. Because she adds so much to the plot. Like, what would the fifth book be without Umbridge? It would be nothing except for Harry going to lessons and being all, like, oh, yeah, going to lessons and nothing's happening. Yeah, because, like, there wouldn't be the... Because I also love... Because there's a lot more, like, mischief-making with her there, which yeah. I find fun. So it's like... Especially if she wasn't if there, all that stuff wouldn't have happened. The DA wouldn't be a thing. Like, I wish that, the, that Fred and George had done, like, one more. Like, I mean, doing, like, four or more mischief... Mis- mischievous things would have been just overdoing it but like they probably should have done one more at least like yeah. three but they only did two well i guess they did like smaller things in between but they're yeah. two like big ones oh, those were great <laughs> <laughs> and then well that ends that one yep and then next we have the best head of house but like with the defense against the dark arts teachers we're gonna do it twice so it's like teacher and then character are we gonna be putting slughorn in this one too he's never yeah the he head is. of house yeah he is in the sixth he's not only in the past when lily was at school no because once snape leaves then he becomes head of house and then he, no, st- he doesn't snape is still head of house in the sixth no what like when he flees after wait well technically slughorn's head of house in the seventh yeah but we don't see anything with him. Yeah, that doesn't count. Okay. We'll just do like Snape, McGonagall, Flitwick, and Sprout. Okay. So, I think Sprout's probably the one at the bottom because we don't really know much about her. Yeah, we don't really see... But like, she clearly knows what she's doing. Yeah, we just don't know much about her. Yeah. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Then probably Snape. Yeah, because he favors... His he house. Favors, yeah, he favors his house a lot. And then maybe McGonagall, actually. Because, like, she doesn't seem to help people a lot. Yeah, she's just kind of there mm-hmm. to make sure people don't hurt each other. <laughs> yeah. And then Flitwick would be at the top. Yeah. It's like, he does kind of what McGonagall does, but I feel like he'll come over and help you if you, like, need help. Yeah, and he's also really, like, not strict yeah he's fun yeah he doesn't really care (laughs) so i think that's good but they're all good teachers it's just sprouts at the bottom sadly because we don't know much about her yeah and then with character like their character they can actually be the same sprout sprout at the no actually i think snape would be at the bottom he's also just kind of boring yeah and then 
Maybe McGonagall too, because I don't really like her strictness. Like, yeah, it kind of annoys me. Like, I mean, she should be strict, but like not that strict. Yeah, she's kind of just like that person who you're like, oh, her. Yeah. And then Sprout. Mm-hmm. Because Sprout just seems fun. Yeah. And then Flowick. Because he, like, is good in lessons, but also is fun because he doesn't really care what they do at the same time. Yeah. And then he gives Harry, Ron, and Hermione the opportunity to have conversations during lessons. Mm-hmm. But like having- most of the main conversations happen during charms Charmed. class. Yeah. Because that's where they can talk and not mm-hmm. be overheard. And um, the next award is we have the best, like, backstory. And this one we actually have nominations for. Um, we have Harry Potter, Lord Voldemort, Albus Dumbledore, and Severus Snape. I always kind of like Snape's background. Yeah. I always liked the, like, Snape and Lily story. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like Harry's isn't good because you always kind of know his story yeah and it's kind of boring too mm-hmm. and also voldemort's is just like you figure it out so slowly it's just like i don't even care anymore <laughs> and then um dumbledore's is also pretty interesting because like with the fantasies word find them series that's coming out it's just like since we're finding more about his background i want to reread what we already know about him because i want to like find out what happens before the other movies come out. Yeah. It's just really interesting because there's a lot more than you think before they read the lives and lies, the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore. Yeah. So actually I might say Snape. I always just love the Lily and Snape story. Yeah, definitely. It's so sweet. So good job, Snape. You have a happy and sad and depressing life. So, Next, we have best out of the three main characters. This one's really easy. Mm-hmm. Definitely Hermione. Yeah, because Hermione's less annoying than everyone else. Yeah, no Even argument. she can be kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. Because she always, like, brags about how smart she is. Because, like, she knows they haven't read Hogwarts of History, but she always brings it up. And it's like, just tell them. <sighs> yeah. And then, hmm, probably Harry after that. Yeah, because he's not as annoying as Ron. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ron only cares about himself in yeah. many situations. And Ron's always getting into arguments with everyone. Yeah. I I never understood how Harry, Ron, and Hermione can stay friends for all those years. Yeah, I mean, Harry and Hermione, it makes sense. Except for the fact that Harry mentions, like, when Ron was hating him, Harry mentions how boring it was without Ron. Because it was just studying, but still. Yeah. I think the only reason he finds it boring without Ron is with Ron, there's at least an excitement with an argument. (laughs) Yeah. So, Ron would be last. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, this argument sounds like, well, this award sounds like fun. Best house. It's more what they stand for. Like, as a Ravenclaw, I would want to say Ravenclaw's the best house, but I'd actually probably have to say Hufflepuff. Yeah, I I can't really decide between Hufflepuff and Slytherin. Because since Hufflepuff is like everyone else besides if they don't fit into Slytherin, Ravenclaw, or Gryffindor, 
you just have so much more variety of people. Yeah. Like, if you were in that, you could have all of these different kinds of people. But then when you're in Slytherin, it's, like, the main reason that Slytherin turns out the most evil people is because you have more, like, pure-blood wizards who think the same thing. Yeah, and then they're all influencing the others. Yeah. And then, also, since their main trait is ambition, it can get a little out of hand. Yeah, that's probably why Voldemort turned evil and probably why Snape uh, joined the Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then, so, I said Hufflepuff's the best. And then, like, I'd really like to be in Ravenclaw. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be so fun, because, like, you'd be with people who like want to do well in their studies so yeah. that probably rub off on you and then you'd you'd do, do well. better yeah because everyone else in your house would be studying so then you'd be studying too and you wouldn't want to go out and do fun things because maybe that's the reason that hermione's in griffinor she's trying to put an influence on everyone else maybe but it doesn't really work <laughs> yeah and then after ravenclaw slytherin definitely mm-hmm. yeah and then because they're like gonna get you far yeah life. it's gonna get you really far so is Unless, of course, you are influenced by pure bloods. Yeah. And that's you turn evil. But still. And then, well, like, not all pure bloods, but a few select few. <laughs> and then Gryffindor would be the least. Because what they stand for is dumb. Yeah, it's so dumb. Because, like, in Harry on Hermione's life, bravery comes up often because it just does. Yeah, because they always are off doing stupid things and sticking their nose in other people's business yeah but like in a normal student's life how often does bravery come up on a daily basis probably never that's also why gryffindor would kind of be a teacher's least favorite house because there's like this is where all the troublemakers (laughs) are yeah so yeah yeah gryffindor is definitely the worst and they also have bad colors yeah i hate them no, so oh, what? Remember when you told me that Ravenclaw's colors are blue and gold? Yeah, they're not. They're yeah. blue and bronze. I looked it up. Yeah, but a lot of the times in Hogwarts Crest, it's blue and yellow. But Hogwarts Crest are wrong. Yeah, a lot of the times. It's kind of weird how every single house color has like either gold or bronze in it, and then. Slytherin is silver. Ravenclaw is the only one with bronze. I know, but like, there's like, there's only one of each color because there's yellow because yellow and black isn't gold. That's yellow. There's a lot of the times where it's okay because normally on Hogwarts crests, um, Ravenclaw is blue and yellow. Gryffindor is Wait, red what? and yellow. I never see it as. I've never seen one that looks blue and yellow. Really? Yeah, they're all over the place. Like almost every single Hogwarts crest you see, it's blue and yellow. Oh, and it's kind of weird. Okay, well, I think that Gryffindor's colors should be maroon and gold. It would look better. Mm -hmm. Not much better, but better. I think maroon (laughs) and white would look like like a creamish white. That'd look good. Yeah. It wouldn't look good on very many people, but <laughs> it'd still look good. <laughs> so, after that, we have best student, and we actually have nominations for this one because that would be way too broad of a subject. We have Hermione, Percy, Neville, 
and Ernie McMillan. Wow, this is so tight. Uh, <laughs> Percy's definitely the top student. Well, I bet if Hermione stayed in Hogwarts, she would be become head girl. Yeah, but... That makes sense. I think she's just not as good as Percy. Well, you don't really see Percy in classes. Well, he does get 12 OWLs. Yeah, which is very impressive. Which Hermione... I bet not. Ernie McMillan gets 12. He oh, studies yeah. so much. That'd be so- yeah. What if he got, like, all really bad marks? And That'd then he's be just, so like, sad. Because he, like... He studied, like, six hours a day. Yeah. Every day. I personally think it should go Percy, Ernie, Hermione, and... Neville. No, maybe Neville and Hermione are tied. I don't know. Because Neville tries so hard. Yeah. And he does get an outstanding herbology. And Ron doesn't get any outstandings. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Ron doesn't have a strong suit. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> I, always, I always hated how Hermione didn't get an O in, um, whatchamacallit. Yeah, that made me so like, mad. She's great at it, but Harry's just slightly better, and Harry got an unfair advantage. Like, what did she do that didn't get her an outstanding? Because, like, she also did everything Harry did. Like, she was the one who taught him most of his spells and jinxes. Yeah. So, like, actually, I think she should have been teaching the DA. Definitely. Because she was teaching Harry mm-hmm. how to teach. Mm-hmm. So, I say Percy, then Ernie McMillan. Then Hermione. Well, then Neville. Hermione does get better scores than Neville. Yeah. So, sadly, Neville will be last, even though he tries so hard. Yeah. And that's all that really matters in the end. And also, Neville does become a Hogwarts teacher. So. Yeah. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Teaches herbology. Wait, would he be head of Hufflepuff then? That would actually be kind of weird if you were head of a house that you were never in. Yeah, I don't really understand how the heads work. Like, is it, also like if, is it a certain class that you become head, or is it like, cause like if you're a good enough teacher, do you become the head of a house? Because Slughorn, he was head of Slytherin, and he was also potions master. Yeah, but that was only because Snape. No, wasn't. before. Yeah. So like. It's clear that most potions masters were. Well, we don't know because we only know of two. That's not most. Yeah. But still. But, like, it'd be kind of weird if it was the subject when you actually think about it. Because what if, like, with Neville, he might never have known where the Hufflepuff common room is. And then he comes on the first day and he's like, I don't know where my house is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they probably don't live in their house. I know, but, like, they go into their house dormitory sometimes to, like, tell the students things. Oh. Yeah. That'd be a problem if, like, it was the chamber seeks were open, <laughs> and you just walk into the and they realize, I don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. And then we have um, the best subject. Ooh. That's tough. I really want to say potions. Yeah, it sounds fun. Potions or herbology? Because I really want to touch a movie plant. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, charms just seem so useful. Yeah. Transfiguration is just kind of useless. Well, like, also, I mean, do some... you really need to transfigure things that many times? Probably not. I think transfiguration and charms should just be merged into one class. 
Yeah, like, like it'd be it'd be a longer. It class, takes you seven years to learn how to transfigure all that stuff. Really, doesn't mm. make much sense. Yeah, divination I always found was a useless subject. Yeah, because like if they should have it for like a year, and then if you have the inner eye, you move on, and if you don't, you don't have to do it until your fifth year. Well, it's like required in your first year, and then. If you have the inner eye, you keep on doing it, and you drop another subject, but it can't be, like, a really important one. Yeah, like a... What if you just dropped charms? That'd be so bad. (laughs) It's like, then you, like, finish Hogwarts, and then you suddenly realize, I only know first-year spells, (laughs) and you're like, this is terrible. (laughs) I don't know what I should do. Yeah, you just took up, like, the worst subjects like you did divination arithmancy uh what's that other one muggle studies and then like well you could do you can work work in the um what like muggle relations yeah because you only need to do muggle studies i never understood why hermione did muggle studies it's kind of dumb yeah because she is okay here's a question if you were muggle-born and you knew everything about muggles and you didn't take muggle studies, could you still work in muggle relations? Probably. Because, like, it says you have to have an NEWT in muggle relations. But, like, if you lived with muggles your whole life, you obviously wouldn't take that class. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You could probably just take the test even if you haven't taken the class. I don't think you can do that. Oh, that's dumb. I bet when you're... You could try to apply and say, I lived with muggles because I'm muggle-born for most of my life. So, like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I'm guessing, like, if you were a wizard and took muggle studies, and then if you are muggle-born, the muggle-born would actually know more about muggles. Like, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Well, unless the muggle studies class is taught by muggle-born. Or by muggle. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's what it is. Yeah, it's probably just a muggle-born or just a wizard. Arithmancy is a useful, not a useful, a useless yeah, subject. Yeah, it totally is. Because it's just, like, it has something to do with, like, the letters are certain numbers and then you add up the numbers and it means some junk. Yeah, it's so stupid. And it's like, when in your life are you going to use that? <laughs> Ancient runes is kind of a she useless subject, but kind of not. Well, if you wanted to work in, like, Egypt or something like that. Yeah. You might want to know that. But if you're just going to be just a normal person. Well, it's probably kind of interesting. Yeah. It's like learning a new language, but not. (laughs) Well, it is. I'd say charms is actually the most useful subject. Yeah. And then it's probably potions, and then transfiguration, and then... I think herbology is over transfiguration. Oh, yeah, totally. And then they should just have a class where you learn spells that are healing spells. Yeah. Like. Because Harry doesn't know how to do those in his sixth year. I'm guessing, like, when you're a healer, you have to. It's, like, mainly potions, I think. Yeah. Because it's like you have to have an NEWT in charms, transfiguration, potions, herbology. I don't know them all. 
But I know you have to have at least that. Because that would make sense when you think about it. Yeah. What else would you have to have for that? Maybe care of magical creatures. Probably. Care of magical creatures might kind of be a useful subject. But, like, unless you're working with animals. It might be useful to take for, like, a couple years and then drop it. Yeah. Just know the basics. Mm-hmm. So. Charms is the most yeah. useful. Also, it just sounds like fun. You just learn all your spells there. Yeah. It'd be really hard to memorize them all, though. Yeah. It would be. Really, really would be. Yeah. Okay. Our last award is the best pet that, like, I'd probably say Hedwig, Pigwidgeon, like, Crookshanks, Trevor, and Arnold the Pigmy Puff. Because those are the pets you kind of know. Pigmy Puffs sound like so much fun. Yeah, they do. Just little puff balls that sit on your shoulder. Yeah, I would love to play with one, but they're kind of useless. Who cares? They're (laughs) horrible. Yeah. In Harry Potter world, you can get enormous ones. Oh, wow. Like, how big? It's like... Really big. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably really expensive, though. Yeah. Then you can get really teeny ones. Oh. Then you can get the normal-sized ones, and the ones in between the normal-sized and the huge ones. Oh. That's a four sizes. (laughs) I got the normal size. Oh. And then, owls are good pets, because they're useful, at least. Yeah, but you have to keep them in the owlery, so you don't ever get to, like, hang out with your pet. You could. You could go up there and hang out with them. But Harry never does that. Yeah, he never really does. There's a scene in the movie where he just is carrying Hedwig into the grounds on his arm, and then she just flies away. (laughs) And it's, like, in the winter, and it's like, why are you doing this? It's so weird. That does sound weird. Mm-hmm. What book, uh, movie is that in? It was the first one. Oh. It was really weird. <laughs> and then Pigwidgeon is really fun, but he's cute, but he'd be annoying after a while. Yeah. You'd get very annoyed of him. Yeah. Trevor just... I would not like a toad. Yeah, he's just there. I mean, they're adorable and all, but... They're just there. Yeah. Frogs are more cute than toads, though. I don't know. Toads have those wart things. That's not cute. That's more cool. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> no, it's not. It's cute. <laughs> also, toads are more funny looking. <laughs> and then Crookshanks. I love Crookshanks. He is a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's useful in the third book, but after that, after he's, that, he's just a cat. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's kind of shared by Harry and Hermione, sort of. Because sometimes Crookshanks goes onto Harry's lap. Mm-hmm. But mm. never Ron's. That's probably because Ron hates Crookshanks. Well, he did. I don't know if she's, if he still does. He doesn't. Because um, remember when he first got Pigwidgeon, he like held it up to Crookshanks and all that stuff. Oh. Okay. Also, Scabbers would be a really dumb pet. Oh, yeah, totally. 
Like rats are really cute pets, but Scabbers just is so yeah dumb. He's just old and fat. Yeah, I would hate to have him as a pet, especially after turning to a man. I'd be like, that is even worse. <laughs> yeah, and then Ron's just like, you slept in my bed for the past like, I don't know how many years. Three years, two years. Well, it's at the end of the year. So three, be three. But then, oh, he's also Percy's pet. Yeah. Like, uh, what coincidence that Peter Pettigrew ends up with them? It's a huge coincidence. Yeah. If I were Peter Pettigrew, I would find a boat that's going across the seas, like, to America or something, or, like, somewhere else, and then just get as far away as I could. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, just go somewhere where the news of you hasn't <laughs> traveled. <laughs> And then, like, you could just live as a man. Yeah. So. He could have done it in better ways. <laughs> yeah, he's not too bright. <coughs> so I'd probably say that Hedwig is the best because owls are probably the most useful pet, and then she's better than yeah. Pigwidgeon. And, and also, like, I don't get... I get that they're magical owls, but, like, how do they just know where to go? Yeah, I hate that. It annoys me so much. Mm-hmm. And also, like, they don't know who the letter's for. They just give it to them, and they just fly off. Yeah. They can also apparently carry heavy things. Yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot a pet. What? Fox. A phoenix. Oh, yeah. She's way it's better than... Fox is a he. Oh, yeah. I always forget that, don't I? Mm-hmm. He I is way better than all of them. Yeah, also, Phoenix would be fun because I can never die. Yeah. You just always have it. Mm-hmm. It would outlive you. That would be depressing. <laughs> My pet outlived me. Well, if it's Phoenix, everyone would understand. Yeah. Why are we saying that a dead person <laughs> is talking? <laughs> okay so fox would be first and then hedwig and then probably arnold cause he's yeah really cute. he's adorable and then pigwidgeon because he's at least a little useful and then crookshanks yeah and then uh what's his name trevor mm-hmm. and then scabbers yeah also scabbers eats their food so like <laughs> yeah yeah wait so do they just kind of leave their pets there at Hogwarts? No, just, like, leave them in the common room. Like, I get that you can do that, but that just kind of seems weird that there's, like, all of these animals. Yeah. Also, it's, like, Hermione the only Gryffindor who has a cat? Because, like, they never say any other cat or toad. Yeah, it's, I guess a lot of people just have owls. What if someone's allergic to a cat? And then these people have all these cats, and you're like, what do I do now? And just magic away your allergies. Can you do that? I don't know. Probably. I'd do it if I could. Except I don't have any allergies. (laughs) (laughs) Either way. (laughs) Well, if you had an allergy that you didn't know of, you could just make it go away. And then you wouldn't have to find out. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Even though an allergy test... Sounds kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even that funny. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Okay. um, 
so yeah yeah thank you so much for listening to into the pensive um (laughs) this is the end (laughs) yeah goodbye (laughs) goodbye